Welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. I'm your host, King John III. Just Saying Podcast is brought to you by Urban Media Tampa, located in Ebo City. Got a good show lined up for you. I'm on that caffeine. It is 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm blessed. Speaking of being blessed, let me take this time out and thank God Almighty. All things. And when I say this, I mean all things are possible through you and only you. God knows my heart. He knows my intentions. So uh, I'm going to try to keep this as clean as possible. That's me being humble. I'm already sitting down, so I'm going to stand up. We're about to segue into this commercial break. We're going to come right back. We're going to jump into these Bridge the Gap shout outs. Okay, we just put this introduction to bed. Rock a blah, baby. Attention Tampa and all the surrounding area. All the surrounding area. Document notarized. Stop by Urban Media. Stop Tampa, located at 2705 North 22nd Street. And get your document notarized today. What type of documents do we notarize here at Urban Media? Wills, trust, deeds, wills, contracts, trust, affidavit, wills, contracts, as well as notarized well notarized. Be prepared to bring all valid identification, government issued photo ID. Laws vary by state to state, and some documents may require witness in addition to notarization. Urban Media Tampa, located 2705 Media North 22nd Street, Unit A, open five days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You also can take advantage of our two signatures for $15 and three signatures for 20 Making sure young brothers got a chance to get out the trap Bridging the gap, bridging the gap, yeah Bridging the gap, bridging the gap Making sure young brothers got a chance to get out the trap Bridging the gap, bridging the gap, yeah Huey P, Dr. King and Rosa Seen the gap in the society and they rose up Now we back to being toe up Need some leaders to come build it from the flow up That's why we out to trying to make this Bridging the gap, bridging the gap Make sure young brothers got a chance to get out the trap Bridging the gap, bridging the gap, yeah Bridging the gap, bridging the gap Make sure young brothers got a chance to get out the trap Bridging the gap, bridging the gap, yeah Oh, yeah Bridging the gap, shout out to my man Rio Paris And also Jonas Presidu They moved to Cali, man, chasing their dreams, yo You want to talk about being bold? Pick up and move it to the other side of the country. You think that shit is easy? It's not. Well, shout out to those fellas, man. Good luck to you and Paula Rio. Jonas, man, y'all hold it down out there. I got my autograph picture. I can say I knew y'all before y'all blew up. I want to send a special Bridging the Gap shout out to Ronnie. Big Ronnie Gentry. Um, he's putting on the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament over here in Kissimmee. You can check out all the information on his Instagram page. That's Game Ready Performance. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be out there interviewing those fellas. Uh, I just want to send my final... Uh, Bridging the Gap, shout out to The Baby Kenji, The Baby Kenji on Instagram, that's right. Guys, check him out, check out his page, very, very talented artist, and um, he really laid down this Bridging the Gap hook for me. Every time I play it, I got to show my man some love because he did an awesome job, and that concludes my Bridging the Gaps. Shout out. We're going to go ahead and put this segment to bed and move on. Rock a blah, baby. Bridging the Gap, Bridging the Gap, making sure young brothers got a chance to get out the trap. Bridging the Gap, Bridging the Gap, yeah. All right, enough grab ass and goddammit. We'll grab them suits in the car. Fits them poor fellas in the lake. You don't follow me over to the hotel. All right. For those who aren't aware, part of the show was going to be about the Me Too movement. And it has gained a lot of ground and a lot of notoriety. This whole movement created by an African-American female civil rights activist by the name of Taranya Burke. She's from the Bronx, New York. Ms. Burke began using the phrase Me Too to raise awareness of pervasiveness of sexual abuse and assault in society. And the phrase developed into a broader movement following the 2017 use of hashtag Me Too following the Harvey Weinstein sexual abuse allegations. 
Time Magazine named Burke Person of the Year for 2017. Burke attends public speaking events across the country and is currently Senior Director as Girls for Gender Equity. That's a lot, but she started it. Now, it got famous uh, because of an actor by the name of uh, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano encouraged using the phrase as a hashtag to help reveal the extent of the problems with sexual harassment assault by showing how many people have experienced these such events themselves. I could jump in that and say me too because I got harassed by a woman, but I've never been groped by no fucking dude. And by saying that, I can only speak for myself, but there are some individuals, um, most notably celebrity male individuals who have came out and said they have too been harassed and have taken this hashtag me too movement to make this story known and you know to give others the courage to speak out because of effects it had on their lives. One of the people I'm speaking of is Terry Crews. And he was sexually harassed and sexually assaulted. Not only in public, but not in a war ceremony. You guys heard of Terry Crews. You remember Damon from fucking Friday After Next? Yes, he was assaulted, man. He was sexually assaulted by um, a Hollywood exec. Um, I'm gonna give you his name here in a second. Name, the name of the guy was Adam Vinit, and he's the head of the motion picture department. As you can see, that's one of the reasons why he felt like he needed to say something. Now, I know it took a white man to pull that off, because honestly, that would be the brother. <laughs> I don't think a black man would have the balls to grab Terry Crews by the balls. It just, I just don't see it happening, you know? That's not a race thing, it's just my opinion. You got to be a fucking savage, yo. I'm talking about a thirsty motherfucker to run up on Terry Crews. You understand, Terry played for the Rams, the Chargers, the Redskins. He's a big, strong dude, man. Now, I chose uh, Mr. Terry Crews as an example based on his size and the stereotypes you know, portrayed through society that all black men are violent. This man is not violent at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to paraphrase his statement. Uh, he posted on Twitter. Uh, he basically said he's an artist. He's not a fighter. Um, furthermore, he, um, he didn't retaliate because, of, number one, he didn't want to go to jail. And he didn't want to become ostracized, you know, in Hollywood. For striking, clearly, a man of power, you know, in the Hollywood, you know, realm. So, I just, I picked him just to let people know, you know, it can happen to anybody, even big niggas <laughs> like us. Male or female will come at you. So, um. Uh, when you hear somebody talking about the Me Too movement, um, don't be so quick to judge and say it's only women trying to get money. It's not always about the women. There are men out there who are getting harassed. And um, some of them are smart enough to uh, put the message out. I might touch on this again uh, on episode 19 because, hell, who knows? We might get another freaking toy, jump out, get busted. But for right now, it ain't tricking if you got it. We just laid that segment to bed. Rock a bar, baby. We're going to move on with our next topic. King John the Third. you heard? I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm gonna make sure it's broke. Yo, today I had someone tell me, you know, based on what I'm doing with the uh, Security Academy, you know, Urban Media Tampa, 2705 North 22nd Street, Suite 8, that I should go into politics. And let me tell you, man, that, that was very humbling for me. Because no, I've never in my life envisioned or even had ambitions to go into politics because I'm not a politician. I'm a soldier. Simplified, United States Marine Corps. That was a major compliment. Nobody ever said anything like this, man. It felt good. I wanted to share that with y'all. And um, you never know who will support you. You never know who's going to come behind you. And um, and it ain't no major university. It's going to be a small small stepping stone where I'm trying to go with this. Because now I'm, I'm trying to fill some bigger shoes. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to empower. I'm trying to inspire. You know, security class here in Florida. Because everybody needs security. And what better state? 
can provide security than the state of Florida because you know shit fucked up down here. So my advice to you is no matter what you set your mind to, where you want to open a school, hair salon, you know, auto body shop, whatever, go for it. Because you never know who you're expiring. I just need a little support, man. God will send somebody your way, man, to reassure you what you're doing is a real big deal. All right, we just laid that last segment to bed. We're ready to move on. Rock a ball, baby. I ain't talking about no fucking sports on this show. They get enough recognition that it is. They're already famous. So what we're going to do on today's segment of Dead from the Neck Up, we're going to talk about the people who are trying to get famous. <laughs> All right, we're kicking off Dead from the Neck Up with the three heifers from, uh, from Canada. I said heifers because I'm trying to clean it up. That's the best I can do. Yo, they try to smuggle 210 pounds of cocaine into Australia. Street valued at 21 M's, baby. 21 M's. Yo, one of the females was talking about how she was trying to get up her followers for Instagram. I'm like, trafficking cocaine to get up your Instagram party hitter. You are a meathead. <laughs> what did you call me? I'm meathead. Dead from the neck up. Coming in at number two, we got Mr. Poopy Pants, the school superintendent by the name of Thomas Chamaglini, uh, was uh, voluntarily put on paid leave after he was caught from dropping off his groceries on a track field. Now, for that matter, he deserves... You are a meathead. <laughs> what did you call me? I am meathead. Dead from the neck up. Meathead. All right, those were our only two candidates... We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Rock a ball, baby. Urban Media of Tampa is your number one source for arts and entertainment right here in the Tampa, Florida area. We provide the hard-hitting interviews from your local artists, actors, athletes, and cultural figures. If it's making noise here in Tampa, we are providing the information, the education, and the commentary from unique voices right here in the community, past or present. That's right. Urban Media of Tampa, located at 2705 North 22nd Street, Sweet A open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Rock a blah, baby. Bandy, you ever ask a stupid question like that again, you see Danny there, he's going to slap you. I'm sorry, Arch. I was, I was just trying to use initiative. Danny, slap him. With the right, Danny, properly. No, 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 no. Come on, do it properly with the back of the... Did y'all catch any of that wedding ceremony of the great british okay london okay for those who don't know i am infatuated with the united kingdom and just recently man they brought a sister into the royal family let me repeat that they brought a sister Meghan markle into the royal family let me tell you i saw small fragments of the wedding and when i say they brought they brought the blackness into that into that wedding man it, it made me feel proud not only proud it made some of the people there uncomfortable but it was something that had to be done and she looked absolutely gorgeous. Prince Harry, man, when, he, when she walked out and she, um, he lifted up that veil, he was like, God damn, I know I got me one. He was smiling ear to ear, man, he do. He got him one. I mean, that sister looked good. I'm like, kind of, kind of jealous. You know, I'm not a prince. You know, I'm a king. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. He's a happy man. I can't be mad at him. But he saw the black magic in that woman. Now, I know there's a lot of rules and a lot of things she had to change in order to become part of the royal family, but I think she can manage, especially the fact that she's fucking rich. God, she's got so much money. And this, uh, I want to say, this wedding ceremony has been 
been playing in years. I've never paid attention to it. Honestly, I didn't care. I, mean, I really I want to tell you I didn't care because I, I just thought it was another, you know, another royal wedding, you know, another bougie-ass fucking couple being engaged and being married and, you know, skipping off in the sunset. But not this one. This one was different. Once I found out, and yes, I was intrigued. Once I found out that she was a black woman, I was like, holy shit. And then I really started paying attention. And I saw this woman. And I'm like, damn, Megan looks good. She can get it. I saw Mondeuse. Mondeuse like, yeah, you did a good job. And then I saw that thing who also helped create it. What she came leaking out of. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God. You mix two cultures together, you know, black and white, and, you know, sometimes they turn out beautiful, sometimes they don't. But, man, who, who would have thought that she would come from that? And if you guys haven't seen the picture of him, oh, my God, you need to look him up. Because she's absolutely gorgeous, and he wasn't even invited to a wedding. I wonder why. He looked like a tub of shit. Like a tub of shit who had just got through drinking when he took the picture. But this is Megan's moment. Uh, a lot of people were uncomfortable with Megan's uh, choices and um ideas for the wedding and yeah the white people over there were mad uncomfortable man they looking like oh my god i can't believe this is happening but guess what it is happening it is real they had a black pastor not saying that you couldn't have a white one but they decided to go with a black one which is all right with my book i don't go to church but i understand the culture they had a black choir dropping soulful gospel up in that piece i'm pretty sure a couple of those guys looked out of each other like oh god there goes the neighborhood you got them right there goes the neighborhood because you got a black woman up in there now and you think the black men are bad or serious or aggressive man stand by prince stand by because you got you a hell of a woman on you i want to say congratulations that was a thorough thorough search and i can see him staying with her for a long time i can see him staying with her for a long time because you can't really hide true happiness and when he pulled that veil over her eye that I just never lie. And he looked like he was very ready to shed a tear. And she looked just as happy. Straight out of fucking Compton, too. I mean, what's, what's up with it about Compton, yo? They just keep breeding these superstar athletes, celebrity queens. Compton, you know, I, I live in L.A., you know. Maybe we should have stayed. Maybe I could have been something other than what I am now, a shit talker. But Compton, man, it's where it's at. But um, that's about all I got on Megan. And the, your London, UK bloke. Rock a bar, baby. You see that pack of Virginia killing sticks on the end of the piano? Yes. All you need to know about life is retained within those four walls. I've been chilling, you know, and just been laying back, trying to uh, get some things done, you know, turning the big XL 4-0. Man, I'm tired. I just can't wait, man. I can't wait to turn 40. Y'all got to understand where I'm coming from. You know how special and how blessed it would be for me as a black man to turn 40 years old in the, with the lifestyle I done had? And let me tell you, man, I should have been dead a couple of times. I know that's a fucked up thing to say, but I put myself out there for others thoughtfully and recklessly. I've made a lot of mistakes um, throughout my life. A lot of lessons learned. But... I couldn't have learned those lessons without getting older. Simple as that. You have to get older to learn. From the time you come out the womb, you're learning. And um, for all you youngsters listening to this uh, podcast, know this. Whenever you call someone old, <laughs> and when I say old, I mean older than your little young ass, you got to take your time and think about what you're saying. A lot of these kids say, when I get 30, when I get 
40 to someone who's already 40. Young blood, you may never see 30. You may never see 40. For you to be presumptuous and think you'll get to that point, it may never come. Instead of calling people old, call them blessed because you may not be blessed to see the age of 30, 35, 40. And I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. I pray about it. I'm like, I hope I see it because uh, I done buried my, my closest friends, a lot of my relative, relatives. I want to be able to say I was the one that made it. I don't think, I hope my life doesn't end at 40, but man, 40 is a major milestone, a very major milestone coming up in the ghetto. Walter P. Holmes, Phyllis Goins, Tobe Hartwell, poverty, crime, violence. We've seen it all. For those who've uh, made it, for those who made the right choices, and some of the choices we made didn't make us famous, some of the choices we made didn't put more money in our pockets, but what it did, it gave us character. It kept us grounded. And reaching this age now seems more fulfilling now than ever because, man, I look back. Me and my family, we went through it. And I got a, I got younger siblings, you know. And um, I don't want to have to bury them. I want them to bury me. I wanted to follow, follow the chronological order. I want us to bury our mom, and I wanted to go, you know, from mom to me. I just... It's more natural that way, I mean, because a mom don't want, need to see, you know, her children die. So I've been trying to, you know, keep it on the straight and narrow. I kind of straight, you know, made some bad choices in life. But for the most part, you are, I'm, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it so she don't have to, you know, have to see me go down because you may be the anchor in your family. And if you go down, they all go down. So if that is you, you that anchor, you that, that beacon of light that the rest of the family looks up to, you know, you may be the youngest or the oldest. But either way, be that leader, be that mentor. But if you're the oldest out of all your siblings, man, be thankful, be blessed. You're walking and talking. Be thankful that you can celebrate your birthday. And let me tell you, I haven't even considered what I want to do for my birthday. I know for a fact I'm getting a big-ass birthday cake with Big XL. I've been thinking about this one for a long time. I'm like, man, I'm going to get a birthday cake. What should I get on it? XL, extra large, extra large. Um, I haven't really thought about a party venue. I don't know if I want to do the bottle service, you know, spend five, six, $600 for two bottles where I can go to the liquor store and get two, two or three cases for, you know, half that amount, you know, and set up something outside, man, and just go crazy with it. Cause I plan on, I plan on going comatose. I might black out for this one. Um, I've been staring at it, man. We are, we're in June. We got July, August, and then it's go time. Hopefully, um, I have all my business plans taken care of by that time. So it'll give me the freedom, the liberty to show my ass. Okay, with all the pimples and everything on it. <laughs> um, I hope to invite some friends. Uh, anyone listening, you want to get down and party with your boy King John III? My birthday is going to be September the 14th. I'm turning XL, turning 40. I'm going to stay here in Tampa and party. I'm not leaving the Bay Area. Ain't no need to. Everything I need is right here. But uh, I'm going to extend that courtesy. I'm going to keep talking about it, show to show. Um, like I said, I haven't quite came up with the venue yet, but if I come with a specific place you best believe you're gonna have to rsvp thinking about getting a limo but you know how limo services are you know three hundred dollars for three hours guess what yo we gonna burn through every ounce of gas in that motherfucker now i was trying to come up with a challenge 40 shots i don't know hit up 40 clubs i don't know get 40 kisses i don't know i'm gonna have to leave that up to y'all but i gotta do something that symbolizes 40 i don't know take off 40 pair of drawers i don't know man smash 40 women definitely don't think that's going to happen but I don't know but I wanted this one to be special because it felt special um 
39 years old. I've been rounding up all year. I've been rounding up all year, man. I'm 40. I'm 40. I love you 40. Okay, no, I'm 39, but I aspire to be 40. And um, it feels good when people ask you my idea. I don't have a problem with it anymore. I don't have a problem with it. Um, approaching 40, I have changed a lot of things. Even before, even before I turned 40, I've already stopped eating red meat. I stopped eating that. It's been a year now, a year and two months. I've been popping them vitamins like crazy because, you know, they say once you hit 40, y'all, your testosterone, everything peaking, then you start falling off, start turning back into a baby. So um, if you hit 40, 39, turning 40, you better keep going hard. You better keep running because, as they say, yo, that's when you're at your prime. That's when you are alpha, 40. 40 is the maximum, you know, growth, the maximum or the pinnacle of which a man can reach as far as age, growth, and body maturity. Because after 40, it all goes downhill. And um, I know it's come, that time is coming, but I'm going to try to help that. I, I, I want a slow, gradual decline. I don't want to just hit 40 and then just now just go turn into a fossil and just start playing golf every day and calling people, you know what I'm saying, be called a sugar daddy and all that. No, I don't want to hear none of that. I'm nobody's sugar daddy. I definitely want to uh, embrace that age. 40 is a re- also a big deal for me because um, five years ago, I had planned on retiring at 40. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy, but this ain't my first rodeo. I had a business before this. I wasn't mature enough to hold on to that business. I, it's not that I couldn't afford it. just wasn't mature. So now I feel like that now I'm 40 years old. Failure has uh, presented itself in my uh, previous years. You know, I picked up the pieces. I'm a man about it. And now that I'm 40... And then I'm staring something that's uh, that's real, that's real, and that's uh, that can last the test of time. And then not only that, it can allow me to sit back and enjoy the rest of my life. Some people chase cash, some people chase women. Ah, oh, man, I chase happiness. And then the wise words of Mr. Robert Marley, aka Nesta, aka Bob, he mentioned um, what riches does he have in life. He was asked the questions: Do you have riches? He said, Nah, man, I don't, I don't have those kind of riches, material things like that. Those, those not. Those things don't make you rich. Life itself, being alive is a blessing. That is what makes you rich. And he couldn't have put it any more clear. He couldn't have made it any more simpler for someone to understand. Life, man, experiences, travel, knowledge, exploration, all those things come with time. And it's going to take you a while to understand it if you're a young dog or a young pup. That what he, that he said is so true. I used to listen to that over and over again. And I was like, nah, I, I want some fly shit. I, I need some fly shit. Yeah, I, I do. I do want it. But you don't need it to be happy. And the older you get, the more simple life becomes. And you really, really find the true meaning of happiness, which is getting old or getting older. Some people don't want to accept it or embrace it. But that itself is a blessing. That's one of the richest things you can have is living a long life. We all want to live to a long age. And I'm going to leave y'all with that. It's King John III. We're going to move on with my final thought. Rock a ball, baby. And there you have it, folks. Just saying Podcast 19. Coming at you straight out of Ebor City, the heart of Tampa. I'm King John III. We have touched on the YouTube movement. We talked about no politicians. We talked about the big XL, 4-0. Um, we did those Bridging the Gap shout-outs. Um, I got another show coming back-to-back. You guys make sure you stay tuned for that. Yes, I said I got another show coming back-to-back. Can't tell you what it's going to be about. Kind of going to go off the dome, man, just like I did with this one. 
Got to see what's going on in the world. I want to talk about the right things. Most people already get enough attention as it is, so we want to give attention to those who don't get that light shined on them as they need to. Of course, the Just Saying Podcast is brought to you by Urban Media, Urban Media Tampa, your local hub and your local studio for all photographers, for all podcasters, for all teachers. Anything you want to do, we can get it done here at Urban Media. All you got to do is reach out to me at UrbanMediaTampa at gmail.com. Stop by the studio located at 2705 North 22nd Street, Suite A, and we can get into it. We can talk about whatever you want. Um, Like I said, I'm trying to build. And uh, if you want to be part of this movement, if you want to be a part of what I got going on, man, hey, I'm all about it. I will extend that olive branch. Now, I'm not going to leave it out there too long. Some people think they're too good for it. Some people think they got all the information. And just like I said in the previous segments, (laughs) knowledge comes with time. And let me tell you, this didn't come quick, and it damn sure didn't come easy, but I'm here to stay. You guys be on the lookout for Tampa Security Academy. It is in the works. Very, 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 very difficult thing to do, and I'm very proud of it. And I just hope I'm able to share that with you guys. I may be able to help some of you guys out with a job. Who knows? Um, With that being said, if you got no felonies on your record, we can make something happen. Like I said, if you have no felonies on your work record, we can make something happen. Now, if you if you did some things in your life that's going to keep you from uh, taking advantage of the opportunity, do what you can do. Find out um, how long it's going to take you to get that expunged off your record. Find out um, exactly what you need to do to um, give yourself another opportunity in life. Because that's all it is. That's all I'm offering, another opportunity for employment. The security school is not meant to change your life, but to give you better options to improve your life. And like I said, security ain't for everybody. But if you come to the class, I'll give you the tools. I'll give you the knowledge you need to stay safe and keep others safe. Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. Because if you don't do your job properly, you can't be held liable. And I'm not here to scare you, just to inform you, just to prepare you. That's right. You're going to see the big, beautiful mural when you're coming up 22nd Street. I'm looking forward to it, but I got to make sure some things happen first. I got to make sure a lot of things happen first. And this King John III. And when I say hashtag Solo Digo, Solo Digo means just saying, and don't mind me, Tampa. I'm just saying what I want to say, what I need to say, 